So anyway, uh, after the, uh, gosh, uh, I don't know if you've seen the numbers on the last podcast, 128,000 downloads. Oh, I thought it was 128 one. million. <laughs> I guess no, I we're not that, that popular. Yeah, we get a lot of feedback, a lot of hate mail. A lot of people aren't liking it. Yeah, um, mostly it seems like I'll... mostly not liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the majority. I, I I can't believe so many people downloaded it just to hate it. But, yeah, it's um, like what is that thing about I people mean... saying like car crashes? Like you can't look away, sort of situation. Um, so yeah. I mean, so you gotta just find have your to niche. download it so you can watch it. <laughs> Yeah, we've found our niche. People it's who like... hate us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, no. It it. If anyone ends up listening to this, then they'll probably have to know. First one. By the time we're recording this, the first one hasn't even been uploaded yet. But yeah. we're just chugging along. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm putting. I'm still putting my terror cell together sure uh, i've got yeah. a, a loose knit community of like-minded individuals <laughs> who are spreading some literature and um mm-hmm. these guys kind of scare me but you know you can't can't can't, <laughs> can't choose your family big, so big tent here <laughs> uh, it's a big tent you know uh definitely with some solar panels on the tent out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah, you go in the middle of the woods. woods. <laughs> <laughs> to beat a kid in Walmart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, no, back to then, uh, yeah, how, how is the weather over there? I was honestly wondering today. Uh-huh. It's phenomenal. Uh, I couldn't wait to tell you, actually. I went to, down to the river today um, with a couple friends came over and... We were down there a lot of the day. I had to drive to go have a voice lesson over in Woodenville, and um, I go through hmm. du- Duval to get there, and there is a spectacular view of Mount Rainier. It's like, it's the same, actually this last time we talked, I was uh, going that direction also. I had that same view of like Mount Baker and Mount Rainier, I think. Um, so it was like, oh, I mean, 80 degrees, no, not a cloud in the sky, wonderful Pacific Northwest summer day. 10 out of 10, Man. no notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, except mm-hmm. for in your yeah. voice lesson. <laughs> um, Actually, my, my voice yeah, lesson so, didn't oh, go very you're... well because my voice is all tired from that festival I went to, from going like, woo! Like so much, my voice is like all raspy and stuff. So anyways. Going like what? Woo! But way louder. <laughs> <You're> like... <laughs> <laughs> way louder. Yeah, for her. For whoever's ears are bleeding right now, mm-hmm. it yeah. was a lot worse. Imagine that, yeah, during a funk performance by this really funkin' cool band. Saw a lot of cool bands. I thought yeah. about you a lot the whole weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, was, you missed out awesome. because mm-hmm. I just had a jam session the cool. other night. That was two nights ago. Yeah, Sunday night. Um, Derek came over and... Uh, you know, let's just dox him on the show right now. He lives in... Yeah, his address is... He lives on... Yeah. Um, no, but... Uh, yeah, Are you he talking about Derek? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had a pretty great jam session for being so rusty. It was really fun. I played a lot of drums. I was sweating. I was sweating so hard keeping up with him. It was a lot of fun. And he brought his... Uh, he brought his guitar that... He'd been showing me for a little while, and he finally brought it over. I played it. 
It was fantastic. He really wanted feedback because he built it. He made it uh, by hand. Wait, wait, he wait, wait. He has wait, this wait. amazing guitar. He wanted feedback? What guitarist ever wants feedback? Do you get the joke? Yeah, I mean, if if you don't listen to, like, rock and roll, I guess it makes sense. Ugh. Moving, moving along. Uh, no. <laughs> there's a joke yeah. there come on <laughs> yeah. yeah no exactly yeah he wanted feedback on his guitar and so i was like well let me try it he's like no i'm just gonna press the <laughs> press the pickups right up to the amp and i was like stop <laughs> yeah. he's like that's what i want <laughs> all all the kids were just yelling it was like <laughs> i was like well he's like i'm getting some great feedback on my guitar <laughs> No, it's really cool though, and it's really impressive. He, uh, it's uh, a yeah, amazing. this cool like semi-hollow kind of uh, blues style guitar um, put together himself. It's all natural wood wow. styling and all this stuff. It's That's really incredible. neat, and he wired it all, and and it sounds great. Played great. I'm not the best guitarist, but I thought it was really You're fun not? to play. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not as good as him. Well, and then we sw- switched off. He's been practicing the drums, and uh, he has a little electronic set at home. So he was playing drums, and I was playing guitar. And then we were kind of joking about it afterwards. It's like, all right, next it'll be a, yeah, let's have a jam session. Derek, you're on piano. I'll play the trumpet. Let's just do instruments we're not good at. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy but. Fallon did a segment like that on his show, and it made me laugh. A lot because one of them like he couldn't make a single sound on it like it was like this huge flute thing and it was like impossible to make a sound like he couldn't figure it out in the allotted time and I feel like that would be a fun uh, challenge if you had access yeah. to a bunch of random yeah. instruments from all over the world <laughs> yeah. as most people yeah, do exactly let me just uh, try a didgeridoo <laughs> yeah. do we know anyone that has a didgeridoo yeah sounds like this uh, anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, the weather was hot mm-hmm. here, so you know, just just uh, same report as last week for both of us. It was like ninety eight degrees today, um, blazingly sunny and hot, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. gonna be I think one oh three tomorrow. So <laughs> just summer days. So um, good old summer days. Yeah. Yeah. Nice droughts and wildfires all across the world. I got to listen to NPR this morning, them talking about how in, what was it? Mm. Yeah, and in, I think uh, they're saying in some of the southern European countries where they get more heat, but it's still quite a heat wave. I think they said, uh, oh, what was it? Spain and Portugal. Um, just this month, over 500 people have died straight up from the heat already. Like, just dying because it's too hot. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. 500 I know. people. And it's, it's like, it's, what is this, the Middle Ages? Like, legit. Like, don't we have technology? <laughs> yeah. We don't, but... Oh. No, it, it's like, yeah, don't we have technology to turn this planet around to... You know, since we want to be more well, yeah. loose and improvisational and more humorous on the show, I got to say, I was thinking about my wonderful child and the absolute apocalypse that she's going to inherit. Yeah, it's, I thought it was really funny how everyone's going to die. Isn't you know? that hilarious? It's, it's, 
I like it. Yeah, I find <laughs> I find uh, bleakness mm -hmm. to be the most humorous thing. I figured Ble we could talk about that. Bleakness <laughs> is the soul of wit, after all, is what the <laughs> saying goes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The bleak, dark tragedy. Mm -hmm. that's also a real, known that's a comedy. as comedy. Yeah. Now that's <laughs> yeah. a comedy. <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty sucky to think about. And you know what it all was about? Money. It's like, what a bummer. Like, that that's what it would have to be about to ruin our planet. And not even just our destruction of, like, humans. But, like, all of these species. All these species that have existed for millions of years. Like, that all of it was just for money. Which is like, yeah, it's... oof, that's pretty anticlimactic there. <laughs> not even, and it's not anticlimactic. Ooh! See? It's there a comedy go. podcast after all. Comedy podcast. Because that, that was hilarious. Yeah, that's why um, everyone's laughing. I wish we had a laughing <laughs> track to do for sure. Boo, I do. Shut the fuck I, up. I do. Like Curtis Connor. I need to, I need to figure that out. Um, yeah, before we were recording, of course, I had the little sound drop set up. And, of course, I have tons of different applause settings and, mm -hmm. and la crowd laughter and stuff. We need to get all that worked in. Um, for the dozen people that will end up listening to this, it's really funny. Uh, the first version of episode one where I got Natalie's... Uh, audio track <laughs> and it had a bunch of reverb on it so it's and it's, we have no idea what this like, track is going to sound like so I was, I was supposed to take you out of like a, you were in stuck in a well maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the story there's a story behind all these odd seemingly just bad audio quality standards it's actually yeah. this exciting life that i live um. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really boring podcast, and for some reason they wouldn't talk about the insane things that were happening around them. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, actually she was a, uh, yeah, he was doing it in a a burning building, and she was stuck in a well. <laughs> and they're talking about what again? Climate well, change? Yeah. <laughs> she was Oops. stuck in a well down under the earth where she had to keep. Uh, typing a certain code into a computer every <laughs> yeah. 60 minutes or the world would end. But who wants to hear about That's that? Little... <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> uh, I, I don't hear any anyone. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, oh, you were going to tell me, I don't want to forget, you were going to tell me about a customer at work. Cause I, <laughs> and we were like, yeah. save it for the podcast. <laughs> don't oh, talk man. to me. <laughs> I uh, I forgot who I, I was telling Derek about it, but um, and I didn't know how to work it in a conversation. But it's funny. So of course, in my line of work, I deal with lots of different types, right? And uh, <laughs> so Customer I got service. a guy needed to uh, store his boat and had uh, had you know a real southern accent on the phone. More, I mean. That's a whole other subject. Not a southern accent, but a country accent. I think we mentioned it last time, a rural accent. Because but, people listen so to country they, music? 
really nice guy. I don't know because it's white identity nowadays. I, I don't know, and it's like passed down mm-hmm. or something. So because I mean, I assumed I'll just say this right off the bat. Um, first, when they showed up, I even told I texted my friend. I was like, oh, my God, I'm renting to some straight up like swamp people right now. <laughs> it's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> they have, like Duck Dynasty guys in the middle of a swamp or something because the guy he so they're they show up and there's the son. He's like 60 or something. Big, crazy beard, one lazy eye, and just this accent. Like, uh, and t- yelling at his 80 year old dad um, as they're trying to back the boat into a storage unit. And for what, first off, he keeps calling him daddy. He's like, come on, no, turn it the other way, daddy. No, daddy, look out! Hell yeah! No, no, back straight, straight, daddy, and like, uh, and talking like that until at the point, and he was a nice guy, just very loud and very, I don't know. I'm not gonna judge people on such a wide-reaching public platform like this one. We're not. (laughs) Well, I mean, I judge. Yeah, here's the thing. But not on something like this with so much influence. (laughs) Here's the thing: Uh, is why you don't. You can't judge. It's just, it's already funny, right? So these guys, um, him just yelling curse words with this thick uh, country accent. And at the point where they're upset over, I'm not going to get into the whole story. He finally gets it in there. Then they can't get it off of the hitch. And he's upset with his dad. And he's, it's like, they're backwoods enough that standing there, I heard the son call his dad the N-word. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right there. <laughs> like, in this, like, totally natural two white Jesus. guys. Like, it's like, oh, you stupid N-word. You forgot this fucking thing. Oh, oh shit. Your daddy. What are you wow. thinking? You know? <laughs> and, like, I was like, good Lord. Like, this is, I mean, I deal with a lot of people, but this is something else. So it was already a funny story in itself. It's like, wow, oh I rented a unit to, to some people that were so backwards that this white dude calls his 80-year-old white father the N-word. Yeah, <laughs> and then, after calling him daddy over and over again. Yeah, like, uh, and just all all of it just way too natural. Uh, but uh, then... Interesting. But then later on, doing actually doing paperwork and talking to him and it's funny his dad comes in while the son's out there smoking a cigarette and one of the first things his dad he's like oh, i gotta apologize for my son and his damn potty mouth i i don't know where he gets i gets all worked up you know <laughs> and his like potty so mouth. He already, yeah i was like hey you know i i hear all of it in this in this business it's all good don't don't worry about offending me um because in my head i was like this has just been hilarious from the first second that you guys showed mm. up but then i don't even know how the conversation goes there because like we've already said everything gets political nowadays um even the n-word conver- Ugh, somehow <laughs> and con- conversations can really go down <laughs> one path or another but this guy who's so the opposite of woke in every possible way whatsoever mm-hmm. he's talking to me 
and brings up the fact that because they're going to go see family in Portland and how his brother is now his sister Mm -hmm. and how completely and totally accepting he is of it. And he says, it's good for good for her. You know, it's tough for me because it was always my brother. So I I said I'd, I'd call her my brother, my my brother's sister. And she says, that's just fine. She likes it. It's a term of endearment or something. And going on about this, I was like, wow. Like, in my head, I was like, this guy who is completely, like I said, whatever woke is, he's the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, is more progressive on trans issues than Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson. Like, how is this guy? better and more accepting of trans people than all of these mainstream people i couldn't stop thinking about it he even he was just joking and he was like uh it was just a reaction to however i took what he was saying i was like well that's you know whatever you know that's great and whatever their identity is i forget what i said and then he just he's like oh are you gay <laughs> and and i was like <laughs> close enough he's like, oh not and he's like no i mean i i don't i don't know i just don't know how you're taking it and i was like why are you hitting on me right now <laughs> that's what i told him and he laughed so hard he's like i don't know you're a pretty good looking guy <laughs> but so, it's like this guy so now was, you have uh, a date <laughs> yeah so we're getting married uh but either oh, way it's like right now yeah <laughs> It's like not only just not judging, I mean, the random assortment of positions that people can take on cultural issues or how they approach um, just social interactions or social justice or hierarchies in general, like you don't know. Uh, Americans, all of us in general, are just this cobbled together mess of that. And just because of uh, one part of his life, that his family member, I mean, he could have been a, a bigot for sure, and he's not. <laughs> and, well, yeah. I mean, Sophia was there at work with me. <laughs> she was in the back room, and I even told her I came in. I was like, all right, the people are coming in to rent right now. You all good? And just uh, keep in mind, they're really loud. <laughs> and... And I was talking to her afterwards. We were, we were both listening to Arun Brown together. And, oh, I know uh, Arun Brown. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I know Arun Brown. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Ben Shapiro, who she she knows that Ben Shapiro's an idiot because you know she's eight years old. So because she's, she's not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, isn't it funny, Sophia, that that. Uh, even that guy that rented today, remember that really loud, crazy guy? She's like, yeah. I was like, even he knows uh, is nicer to gay and trans people than Ben Shapiro is. She's like, wow, yeah. It's <laughs> like he is. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird how, um, in so many different, so many different issues, we talk about how like the will of the majority or just the way that the American public at large isn't really represented by either side, but especially Mm -hmm. by the right. It's just a fact. And it's like Mm -hmm. in these social issues, 
that becomes such a huge wedge that it feels like that's all people are talking about. And it's like, but when it really comes down to it, even a lot of people that would consider themselves conservative, just the just the live and let live um, position is more progressive than the people that are on fucking TV all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, what? I it's, do. It makes it seem that much more purposeful, like, in it terms is. of driving insanity. It's because it's capitalism, because it's money, because people that I totally believe that people given the chance because there's it's just shown over and over again. Like, I think we talked about it, like that people are kind to each other, that we help mm-hmm. each other out, like that we do that. And given the choice, like when and information and like especially when it's family, like we're willing to work and open our mind for the people's people that we love and we care about because it's relatable to us because it's a part of our life and because we can see them for more than just stereotypes we see them for real people and that's what othering does like and like objectifying people like what ben shapiro does to these groups of people to you know like um make them like talk about trans people like as this monolith as this group as an object that you can talk about in a way that's not real people um but it is real people obviously and the reason ben shapiro does it and doesn't fucking care is because he doesn't ever have to interact with any of this because he's not a real person because he's too rich and like out of touch like he doesn't have any real connections like this guy that you're talking about has a real connection with real family and like lives in the real world and that's why he's able to be more open-minded than this educated fucking elitist oh my god yeah Mm. i mean it's uh it's interesting how much like your need for this narrative to work like for so you can make money and whatever Ben Shapiro's guiding principle is I don't know whatever he believes in like how much it makes you incapable of changing your mind or seeing people as people because then that defeats your whole argument and then you can't make money off of it because of whatever why they're trying to make hate trans people i don't know that just comes with like christianity and homophobia i think but yeah um, i'm gonna say ben shapiro even before being you know an elitist rich man was you know a total religious fundamentalist you know mm -hmm. i mean and still is conservative you know Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's just uh yeah it's like I don't understand why. I mean, I guess if money's the only reason that these issues just go and go because media itself is so mm-hmm. profitable. Yeah. And because there's this back and forth on media being able to stoke the flames of things that create more media and then they get to keep making their money. Mm-hmm. Whether purposeful or not, you know, insidious like some are, malicious or, just or not, stupid yeah. like others are. But that... it's like uh, no one, no one's ever like taking a step back and just looking and being like, we just, we should just keep progressing. You know, <laughs> like we're we're all like, are we all getting kinder? I don't know. Are we all getting more open minded or? Uh, are the thing are we the same as a society 
and then those things that seem to restrict our ability to move forward and be um, supportive and communal and all these things are slowly being taken away. It's like you even you know you look at a hundred years, you know from <laughs> you know Jim Crow to mm -hmm. the Civil Rights Act, where even at that point Martin Luther King is like the most hated man in America to now. And it's like, are things worse? Are they overall better? Are people better? I don't know. Well, like, it's like material conditions, sure, duh, technological advancements and stuff. But, yeah, like, societal evolution, I think, definitely, we're definitely better off. Like, people are are more accepting um, of, like, well, the idea of more like as a society broadly like the idea of like patriarchy as an oppressive structure is become a lot has become a lot more mainstream and like um systemic racism is now being openly talked about even in an unhelpful way at some of these media all like all the media stuff it's like at least it's like out there as like a basis foundation for people all existing in the same reality that they've heard the term systemic racism. They've heard the term systemic sexism. They're hearing the term, the patriarchy in a way more serious way. And it's not just these extreme leftist, like crazy feminine feminazis or whatever, you know, saying stuff <laughs> like it's being discussed in a more, um, like serious manner. But to the point of the media making so much of this a problem, it totally is like the other day talking about just how, um, saying like someone said it's all propaganda and i was like you know what you're right like fox news is way more hateful for sure and white supremacist and it's way more dangerous but cnn msnbc like these huge news the new york times washington post like they are about money and it changes the way you're going to be able to report on information, the way you're going to disseminate information, what people have access to when money, when it's like, but it's information. Who could possibly own that? Like, it's so, it's a really good way to keep your public stupid. And I was like, and that's why NPR is mm -hmm. cool, because it's not um, a company, like, it's not a business. It's publicly funded. So that's Even why then, they do better reporting all... and stuff. It's all disseminated through individuals that have experienced sure. their own propagandistic, you know, their own propagandistic indoctrination throughout the course of <laughs> yeah. their lives. Yeah, we're all biased, of and course. Like, but some of know. them are way worse. I mean, like CNN yeah. being like, this is going to be great for us. Trump is going to be great for us. Um, ratings and all that. And like what <laughs> yeah. they're after, like what their main goal is. And it's like just objectively true by the people they bring on shows. Like all of the normalization of these extreme beliefs moving the overton window to the right you know moving us mm -hmm. more conservative so yeah i mean it is america's media is propaganda it should be totally not for profit um i think that that seems a waste like a way safer uh, or at least a start to it because yeah making money off of information i mean come on don't people deserve that don't people deserve to know what's fucking mm. going on without having to experience literally every single thing well someone no. has to give give them the information and it's like uh yeah if you're talking about the overton window moving it is such a i mean of course there are probably thousands of people in america right now who have like phds that know 
would know how to explain to us or me like like uh, the um, relationship uh, between it's like okay so if we're talking about the Overton window moving to the right it's like well is America is the body politic moving to the right um, and that's being reflected and we're learning that or is the portrayal, uh, you know, and the mm-hmm. uh, propagandistic nature of our media moving to the going to the right, and so it moves people to the right. Or uh, is, I mean, is it like this <laughs> symbiotic swear, thing, no. chicken I'm, and the, the egg type of thing? I don't know. Roe versus Wade is a perfect example for me of this of how the Why, media that? Um, of how it's like never been challenged, and the media has been like very like not. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like making it a big deal, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, they have not been making it a big deal. No, no, (laughs) no, they haven't been very forthcoming with like how (laughs) insane it is. Like, and then when you hear people that are like really saying like, this is legitimate, uh, even me, then if I hear that, it's like, this is uh, like one of the biggest, turning points in 50 years like this is absolutely mm-hmm. stupefying even to me i'm like oh yeah come on and then it's like oh wait yeah you think about it oh yeah you're probably and right and it it's like is. oh why isn't everyone shouting that from the rooftops whether you're whether you're pro-choice or not even i mean it's just like it's it's a really big deal it's but like it's, the that fact was... that donald fucking trump is the one who got us there <laughs> Is insane. I wasn't even, yeah, I wasn't even like thinking exact. Well, I was obviously about it being overturned, but just even in high school and stuff, it was like, why are we talking about this in presidential debates? Stop fucking asking questions about abortion. It's done. Like it's, it's constitutional. If we kept, we just keep trying to figure out ways in which it's not instead of just accepting. Like it was always gonna be like this because they kept keeping it a topic and it's not anything that has even like the issue of abortion well obviously duh that's like up to women and their bodies and their choices but all these other systemic issues that you're ignoring for this one that you have no fucking right to even be asking about it's so pathetic like that and i remember dad even being like well it's a it's an important issue or whatever and i'm like no it's not it's like there's so many other things we could be talking about like is at the times we're like at war for decades. We have, you know, yeah. rising inequality. We have housing crashes, and we're talking about fucking abortion. What women do with their bodies? Are you joking me? Like that's your number one priority. We got people, uh, homeless population. Like we have yeah. incarcerated populations. Blah 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 blah. It's just like and look at that. They made it their priority, and they got it done. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Ah, the American way. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's like, it well, is... yeah, because it's a 40-year project for the Republican Party and the, the Federalist Society and stuff, and they did it. And it's just kind of it's kind of scary more, more and more instead of frustrating that the Democratic Party can't do anything. anything? Can you imagine the Democratic Party successfully finishing off a 40-year political project? No. Like, not even close. And it's like, (laughs) and they're not even, and it's not like, well, you know, because the the Republicans and they're all unified with these big corporate donors. So are the Democrats. They've got the same donors. 
No, they're, it's like, and they could still, <laughs> they still differ. They still differ on some important issues than the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go on and on about how they're still just a bunch of fucking liberals. And yeah, and they take corporate money and all that stuff. It's like, sure. But there are differences in the platforms in terms of social issues that they could do something about. And it's like, uh, if you're if you're gonna take corporate money, and you know, half-ass do what the Republicans do, what's the point at all? Yeah, you know, why can't we personal what? enrichment? <laughs> well, yeah, Obviously. but the <laughs> Republicans do that, and they actually get political projects done. They actually less of an ego. Ch- change the entire judicial branch of the united states because they you know, have smaller they, penises they have to do something with their lives i'm well, sorry gotta, liberals have bigger dicks <laughs> and that's our problem yeah. it makes us apathetic just, <laughs> yeah they're like who cares who i cares? got a big swinging cock go, over here let me go get some pussy instead of uh <laughs> phone banking instead of sitting in a basement with steve crowder i mean come on <laughs> yeah, yeah. versus wade I mean, come on, that was decided 40 year, 50 years ago. I'm going to go yeah. get some pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure, really... uh, judging by the liberals that I see on Twitter, that is not what they're like. <laughs> no, if they're only just they as, were. <laughs> they're just as much of basement boys as Crowder, except they just don't get anyone riled up. They don't get anything done. Yeah, I know. It's really pathetic. It's really sad. And, like, we need a... We need Comic-Con. We need to come together right now. Over me. We just need at least someone... (laughs) I I just... It's so infuriating that now... (laughs) That now it's just going to be too late for Bernie. He's just too old. And he's, like, still the only... Only person even indirectly related to that party that uh you know uh has like actually does this kind of trumpian vibe of oh no he says what he wants oh he tells it like it is oh he doesn't take all this money and it's like we we have a guy like that and you guys fucked him over and over again and it's like just that i don't know if you watched that clip that i sent you but i mean it's going around of him complaining about Joe Manchin. Oh, yeah, Manchin. I watched it. It's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, oh, are... boy, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh-huh. all sarcastic. He's it's like, awesome. I told you six months ago, this guy, you know, and and uh, it's like, why aren't why aren't all of you guys like that? You know, Joe Manchin's just one guy, right? You know, he yeah. doesn't actually run the party, right? Like, why? We voted for Joe Biden, guys... not Joe Manchin. Yeah, like, of. why <laughs> don't you... Put your nuts on the table and For whip sure. people into shape. Like, yeah. seriously, at the very least, Joe Manchin, it's like, what are you afraid of? Like, uh, if are you afraid of Joe Manchin becoming a Republican? No, he's not going to do that. Are you afraid of, what, him just continuing to vote? No. Remove all of his committee appointments. Or at least tell him, mm-hmm. if you don't fall in line right now, all of your committee appointments are gone. You're going to have nothing, man. And you know what? Uh, you're going to be sitting there 
phone banking and calling inner cities for money for the DCCC you know and what? not because talking to your big donors unless you actually come to the table in good faith because exactly. you're holding up the entire country. like Exactly. Because, like, legitimately, talking about, like, um, the difference between Ben Shapiro and that guy that you met and all this, like, all the things that he's stopping from happening... The statistics and about like what's gonna happen and how it's gonna affect people and blah 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 blah. Every single one of those statistics are people in people's lives that actually it fucking matters what happens, what Joe Manchin does and doesn't do. The reason like what's happened now, like with Roe versus Wade being overturned because the Democrats can't don't have a spine among them to do fucking anything. Read the story about a woman who She's had a miscarriage before, and there's a procedure they do afterwards, um, before Roe vs. Wade was overturned. They, <clears throat> there's a procedure they do to remove tissue and stuff, um, after your pregnancy has, um, the has Hoover, been terminated. The Hoover technique. Yeah, it just, yeah, suck it in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's all, it's like a whole, and it's really, she said, she woke up after the thing, and she was laying in bed, and the nurses had left her a bracelet with, like, pink and blue, like, this was a wanted pregnancy, um, mm-hmm. that she lost and it was a horrible oh. you know it's awful just really 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 sad um but the, the there was so much compassion and kindness for her there but after this has just happened after roe versus wade has been overturned and it was clear that she was having a miscarriage um and they didn't do this procedure on her they sent her home told her to come back only if she filled um a diaper full of blood more than once an hour um, and oh she was at home. God. She talked about sitting in the bathtub and her husband, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry, like coming in and they're just like crying together, like over the loss of their baby. No compassion from these doctors because there's all this um, confusion about what kind of care they can provide to women. And the yeah, they're literally worried that they could go to effects. jail. Yeah. Worried they can go to jail for providing this woman with a, a medical procedure. And so she has to sit at home in her bathtub crying and bleeding with her husband mourning the loss of a pregnancy and that's the kind of compassion you can expect from the republican party they don't give a fuck about anybody like it's so sad that what their action or inaction and the democrats too fuck them that's on them too this woman having to go through this awful horrible experience having to tie the doctor's hands like this fuck these like fuck our government they are not working for us they're letting us totally suffer completely unnecessarily just for what i money i guess (laughs) no it's just that yeah on the abortion issue i don't know like it's just i don't know to consolidate (laughs) power political power because that's all it is it's funny how one of the ongoing and like weirdly commonly accepted myths leading up to that from the liberal side was well they'd never really actually overturn roe versus wade because then they wouldn't have a political wedge issue to deal with i saw that all the time in like the last 10 years yeah like guns or like yeah where they're just like like, well if they repeal it then there's nothing else to do they don't get that uh, debate point anymore and it's like well they did it you know i mean they they kept saying they wanted to do it and i wonder it's like we talk about the gop just like of course hates people like they love especially they women. love their corporations they just hate people mm-hmm. in general um mm-hmm. 
and whether it's i mean people who side with that you know um anti-choice activist and just frothing at the mouth uh christian fundamentalists and these supporters mm-hmm. on, on that issue it's like do we even try to keep convincing these people that the GOP hates them too? Or do we just lump them in and say, you're a shitty person? Like, don't yeah. even try anymore. It's like, you you stand with the, on these policies that we say the GOP are bad for. Like, at least on that issue, like, you're a bad person. Like, I'm sorry, whatever conditions led you to this point, whatever kind of education or lack thereof or just complete uh, isolation from society at large you've gone through to get to this point where you have zero empathy for your fellow human beings and you have the completely incorrect just non-factual idea of what pregnancy is and medical procedures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that you know it's too late all right the it's happening right now people are being hurt 10-year-old girls uh, almost didn't get an abortion mm-hmm. for being after, after being raped like and it's like raped. and you're and you you haven't changed your mind like I gave you enough time you got like 2 weeks of these stories if you haven't changed your mind you're a piece of shit all right and I don't want your vote I don't give a crap mm-hmm. you're part Society of the GOP too past you. <laughs> even yeah when it's like well, don't blame the voters, blame the party. It's like, I'm done with that. Like, you people are garbage. Like, and I, you know what? And I still want you to have everything that I want everyone to have. But mm-hmm. I, I because don't... Because you'll change your mind if you do, honestly. Yeah, I because swear. obviously the mm-hmm. only way that you'll go along with something is if it personally affects you directly. But it's just well, like, it's but like that's I actually... still want you to have universal health care. But in terms of... Just the uh, political arena, just the discussion about legislating, about anything that affects other people. Like, I don't care about your opinion. It's not about two different sides and, and it's like, oh, people have different opinions. Okay, your opinion's garbage. Like, your opinion yeah. on... Your opinion on... is that the sky's not blue. It's like, that's not an opinion. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you, you have a flat earther's opinion... Uh, on abortion pretty much it's just like Mm -hmm. uh, if if there's no consideration for other human beings in your um like idea of what the government should be doing then you're already arguing something that's outside of this discussion you know what Mm -hmm. we want the government to do what we want uh the state to do with our lives and our property and with laws and their enforcement of said laws has Mm -hmm. everything to do with how it affects people at large other people you know individualist (laughs) weird narcissistic uh christian individualist uh, entitled (laughs) shit like it honestly it's already existing outside of this discussion like it's like oh like your view is that the government shouldn't do anything or that everything should be exactly how you and only you see the world. Well, it's mm-hmm. already you're already on a different page, bro. Sorry. You're in a different like, reality. That's yeah. not, well, it's like that's just not what we're talking about. We're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
the United States of America. I'm not talking about <laughs> you in your house. I don't give a fuck that you read the Bible or whatever. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter to me anymore. So anyway, that's the comedy segment of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah. Trying... People can change, though. I'm worried that baby thinks that people can't change. But I used to be a piece of shit. And... <laughs> You call that slick back? That's pushed <laughs> That's back. Pushed back. We used to get some sloppy yeah. steaks. Ew. White corn. I just tried well, to scrolling through Twitter just to see if there was something to veer a conversation. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. And it's just like, uh, there's too much stuff about the Seahawks and the Mariners. Mm. Um, and then, then someone else tweeted, I left my Invisalign retainer in the break room at work. And when I came back, my coworker was trying it on. That's weird. Wow. Um, I don't know where to go with that conversation. And then I scrolled down and in all caps, someone tweeted, my rapist got shot. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if they're celebrating or what. I mean, probably. Yeah, or on the run. <laughs> Which did you see? Yeah, uh, wow! Did you see the pictures of uh, of Elon Musk out on vacation? <laughs> they're going no. around. I, this that has to be what this tweet is about. You can have, oh, that's vodka booty tweeting. Night. You can have billions of dollars and still have skin like raw chickens. Shake my head. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> He looked yeah. like you think that Mark Zuckerberg looked like a ghost when he had all that zinc on his face. Like that's like Musk's whole close. body. He has like a dad bod, like in a bad way, and is just. I thought, I thought that I didn't look oh good my with God. my shirt on. Whoo boy! Great. At least I look better than uh, the richest man on earth. So, the richest man, like, in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's that. I've got that going for me. I can finally... Which is way better than being rich. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, we're in uh, we're in Discord right now. I can share share something with you, or you could just look it oh, up. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I don't want man. to. Yeah, you'll, you'll look it up afterwards. I'm sure the thousands mm-hmm. of people that listen to this will have already seen it by then. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see fake electors <laughs> so what else is going on so what was your uh you said there was funk music at the uh festival yeah it's, this festival it was really 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 cool it was like a really beautiful space um it was started by this guy hippie henley and it was like very hippie like this oh, property he owns and yeah uh-huh. and <laughs> he has only like local bands um, from the, in the area come and play for like we were there Thursday through Sunday and like there's bands playing all the time you camp there and there's all these cool wood carvings all around this guy carved I mean it was just it's hard to even describe it's like a pretty magical place where and so the guy who founded it um, he just recently passed away and his son this was the first time he had run it with hmm. without him and like they even did a ceremony like ashes into the river it's right on the river and um just it was like a really it was like wow it's really um inspiring me and just f- reaffirming my belief in communism <laughs> actually just like how because people working together because they started a and... festival by polluting a waterway <laughs> oh my god 
it's like just down just down the river from that there's the same guy that i rented to his son was down there yeah. like you know he's like yeah that's right shitter was full you know just dumping it all out downstream no, it was it was a really beautiful experience it's been going on for a long time some people have been there like 15 years in a row and like um just sharing music and allowing people cool. to be just I mean, it was really cool. Like, the music, that funk band, I was up front the whole time, like, dancing so... Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, yeah, it was... Uh, I was like, this is... No one could believe it was my first festival. I fit fit right in. Felt really good. <laughs> like, all <laughs> asking you like for I've... advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah like i've never been here before i've never been to a festival i've barely been to any concerts yeah. You're like why is everyone tapping on my shoulder asking where to get I'm... magic mushrooms i have a seashell headdress with these glasses these <laughs> reflective glasses no shirt um and a, a lit up hula hoop with these flower pants and like i looked some guy was like you looked so amazing like a goddess like so cool just <laughs> and just walking around and yeah and feeling really comfortable too and safe and like everyone was super cool and just so much fun music you would have really enjoyed just being around like all these i met this oh my god Brittany danielle i'm going i want to go see her show on thursday at the central um she is so fucking hot she's redhead <laughs> and she has curves like she's like oh my well, god she has like a porn star name that's pretty cool yeah, she's really cool too, and like, um, I was like, I can't believe people like you exist. Like, you're so cool. She's and a talented. musician. She has a, you a said? band. She's a yeah. Uh huh. She's a singer and like she a plays... lot of yeah. So many musicians. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of fucking hippies playing the kazoo in the woods. Yeah, but real th cool. That funk... <laughs> no, that funk band. You would have really fucking liked it. The bass yeah. player. He was so fun to watch. Yeah, and like ev the drummer just like throwing drumsticks in the air and catching them and like the lead singer looking all james brown and yeah it was super fun yeah i mean it was all right i mean if you like having fun i guess <laughs> mm, yeah that's but. i mean that's why i wasn't there but uh <laughs> i try to yeah. avoid that as much as possible yeah like, good right, lighthearted. Me... a lot of a lot of mushrooms and weed also <laughs> it was cool <laughs> so you oh, know it's okay. a good time <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah no drinking though no alcohol and oh my god I can say wow. for one thousand percent sure. No, there's other people have alcohol. Um, I just didn't oh. have alcohol. Oh, no, for you, I was yeah. like interesting no, 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 no. festival. No, 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 no. They there is alcohol there, but um, without, I'm so incredibly glad I don't drink anymore. It would be way different. That my experience would have not only it wouldn't have been enhanced, uh, it would have been way, way worse. I mean, like Dulled. I would have been hungover. Would have been probably. Um, gotten into a fight or, or like an argument like Kelsey and me or whatever just it was but instead it was absolute perfection our campsite was so cute like we had a hammock we had our tent we had it was I mean everything was perfect it was really nice and then when I came back Marcel my kitten was like <laughs> <laughs> like screaming at me to pet him <laughs> it was awesome oops oh my god I felt very loved <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's I, why... And I made a friend. That's why there are, you know, ladies like you that have a cat mm -hmm. to feel loved. Mm -hmm. They call them... Uh, a witch. Call them feline girls. Oh, cat ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a witch. <laughs> He's my little familiar. We're going on a float on uh, August 7th if you want to come along. 
So mm. it's a Sunday. Um, no, but <laughs> I am leaving the next week with Sophia to Vegas. go to Las Vegas. So we'll have to see. I need to. Uh, I need to figure out these last weeks of summer how I can fit as much stuff in as possible. And that's what she said. That's what she but, said. Do I look bald yeah. right now? Yeah, everyone on the podcast, <laughs> listening to the podcast was thinking that. that they put it look... In their, their earbuds, they're like, does she look bald right now? As Sounds they're... like smooth head. <laughs> what, you got a smooth head over there? Huh? <laughs> hey, smooth head. That's what you call people instead you of cue ball. You freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> um, so, let's see, festival. What else is going on? Balding um, men. Balding men balding. Who, use, who use Rogaine are actually undergoing gender-affirming treatment. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity. You know who I can't stand? Tucker Carlson, wow. He is mm. just... He got a haircut. Did you notice that? Oh, is he a like smooth it. head now? <laughs> nah, that would be a bit on the nose Old for him. Head. His yeah. skin head ways. Oh, skin yeah. head, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think he, he has skin. Is. I think he, he's <laughs> more just it? like a... He's like just a like this pasted together, <laughs> yeah, series of bladders and sacks. That whole just yeah. like, just like gasoline like and yeah. uh, shaving not... cream and dog semen. But... Whistles. Yeah. Dog whistles. Yeah. No, just dog semen and whistles. Mm-hmm. It's like, it has nothing yeah. to do with his actual political. He's just a really disgusting piece of garbage. The worst. Yeah. Annoying. <laughs> just, I hate him. And I think he's also dumb and stupid. So there's a... Mm-hmm. Uh... So that's my political insight. That's my contribution. That's what we'll say at the end of the show here. Tucker Carlson, suck my dick, idiot. And then I'll play the little drop. You know what I love? When Hassan says, suck my dick from behind. They can suck my dick from the back. No, suck me from the back. Suck me me from the back, yeah. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) But also it's like, man, that is visceral. Like, jeez. That is such a lean. Paints a picture. Yeah. Yeah, such a lean, like, phrase that just like, oh, like, why'd you make me think of that? Like, or, like, how did you make me think of that so quickly? And now I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all depends on where yeah. you're coming from, but it's like, oh, that's, cause that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Or she, I guess. She said, oh, yeah. Depends on where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. he's all thirst trapping also with his Instagrams. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. about him, too, because he says how live music isn't as good as um, studio music, and I'm like, you're dumb and wrong. I don't want to show you that you're well, wrong. Well, audio quality. Well, it's better. I agree. It's what, but that's different, though. Like, vibe, there is nothing like live music because yeah, if you're it's playing like a drug. it. No, if you're receiving that funk band, it was like. No, I'm an elitist who plays music. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> nothing's <laughs> like Oof. actually being on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Performing. I'm a musician. (laughs) So I was thinking, what if um, 
I made myself instead of us just having these uh, awkward conversations full of nothing and just bullshit inane blather, but also <laughs> I uh, oh wait <laughs> I uh, um, made myself write a beat to softly play in the background throughout the entire episode every week, and I have to come up with something new every time. All right, and we'll be like. What is it? What is it this week? No. What we don't even say anything about it. That's all I'm going to talk about every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's all the so. listeners will talk about. Ooh, ooh, what did he do this week? Oh, it's the yeah, same like, kind of chill hop nonsense? That's cool. Yeah, like, that's what they're I here for. They just him. like try to ignore the conversation over the top of the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just slowly, every time you start talking, I just slowly turn it up. Oh, my uh, alarm is going off. So for what? I've got things, an hour. I have things to do. No, actually, it's been just over an hour. But um, uh, except we're gonna cut a bunch of stuff out of the beginning of this. So, yeah, it's been like ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah, after we cut out the whole beginning part, talking about uh, I don't know audio quality, probably. <laughs> whatever it was yeah <laughs> so uh um, right. well this has been benane lather with yeah. uh with Excuse me. um your mom chuck glangioni <laughs> and ooh you're supposed to come up with something too Ooh, oh, uh, ooh, I, uh, uh, and Natalie, dead Tanson, <laughs> Natalie, improv would be so easy, Morgan. That's what, <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah, that's my name for a reason. Yeah, I'm the improv queen. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. So we almost improved the same thing. Oof, <laughs> how embarrassing. Okay, well, we'll get more improvisational as we go along. I mean, I think I do pretty well, but, you know, you could you could improve, too. <laughs> no, I can't. Time not to... because I'm, like, so good, but it's because I'm not capable yeah. of oh. growth. <laughs> Don't worry, I can't possibly get any better. <laughs> like, yeah. really? I mean, you're not very good. No, I mean, I'm incapable I know. Yeah. of improvement. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, time for some uh, improve the improv and try to whoop, 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 whoop. yeah uh, give me a give me a topic and I'll improve my improv. Okay, um, energy drinks that smell like gasoline. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's so hard. <laughs> I know. So I come up with some um, like crazy specific thing. Wait, so, let me see. Okay. Yeah, like you're uh, in the doctor's uh, office. How about supreme, supreme energy or something like that? Uh, or unleaded oh, premium. Uh, uh, un- pe- pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. No, there's nothing there. More like get it. Yeah, premium. More like red. More like premium. More like red bullshit. More like Oof. red horse power. No. Okay. <laughs> I think I was closer. <laughs> oh, I mean, I s- sincerely disagree. And that's, 
<laughs> Not good. I think we can both agree. Yeah. Well, once again, shout out to RM Brown. Um, mm-hmm. We love him. He's our us. Lord and Savior. And he is. Uh, Even though he makes me fill my types with. And this episode has been brought to you by our Patreon. We're bringing lots of money. Just go to patreon.com slash Chapo Trap House. You'll see how well we've been doing. Uh, our voices yeah. have changed a little bit, but, um, you know, we've, we've had some good, some good takes <laughs> and some bad takes. But, yeah, we've been mm-hmm. drinking. We've been drinking uh, a bunch of energy drinks that smell like gasoline. <laughs> gasoline? I'm pretty sure it's just gasoline that someone put in a uh, in a uh, old Bang energy can. At least that's mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. it burns a little bit on the way down. It feels great coming yeah, back my, But my second one was better than my first one. Yeah. So I had a couple. <laughs> yeah, you know. a couple pints. <laughs> Just to be sure. Okay. Uh, Bye. Done. Bye bye. Mm, Love you. Love you too. We weren't talking to each other. Sorry, I'm on the phone. What? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Okay, bye.